your articles, uh, especially the one about living a life true to yourself, really resonated with me because I think the same. Uh, the problem is I don't know um, how to realize that, uh, how to make it happen. I would really like to try a lifestyle like yours. I don't know if it's for me, but I think it would be nice to try it. Uh, the problem is I don't know what, I don't know how. What enables me to have my lifestyle largely, this is, this is very serious. Like what enables me to have my lifestyle is largely based on not needing a lot of money to feel good about what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I don't need a lot of money. I don't need a lot of stuff. So I live in a small apartment. I'm happy with that because I see the life experience as way more valuable than like having something material, but living in the United States or Australia or wherever I was before. Right. So it's reframing your mindset to not need stuff and to value the life experience over it. I think that's the big shift for me because if I needed a car, if I needed a house, if I needed that stuff, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. So I think it also comes into play that it's like, what do you need? Like how fancy do you need to be? Like, do you need stuff in your life? Do you need material stuff? Because if you can largely filter that stuff out of the repertoire of what you require, then you can really just go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I really got that from your articles um, because you explained it really well. Um, that's why it resonated with me. I don't think I need much material stuff. Even if I go about uh, that general practitioner career, I think I would spend most of my money with uh, vacations or experiences like eating, eating stuff I never ate. The problem is I would need a job that enables me to do that because to live abroad, you really need a delocalized job. And the only thing I can do now is following the road to become a general practitioner. Uh, everything else I would start from scratch. And it scares me because I'm, I'm almost 30. I could try to start like a business online. I mean, I'm really good at classical guitar. I could try to start a YouTube channel and try to tutor people to make Skype lessons or something like that. Um, that's the win dude but that that's the win like i'm not saying it has to be the music or whatever but i'm saying like the internet now has enabled us to do anything from anywhere i could live yeah. in fucking i could live in fucking southern italy in a fucking like <laughs> i'm dead serious i could literally yeah. live in a some shack drink opaque cloudy olive oil all day fucking love that shit. <laughs> do exactly what i'm doing because the internet enables me to do that because i work online right so i think like for you it's not what you do. It's just a matter of like, can you figure something out? You've got a, you've got education under your belt. It doesn't even have to be yeah. music. Like you could, could you tutor fucking biochemistry or math or like, I mean, could you tutor medicine? Right. Yeah. Um, that, that's, um, that might be a question I have for you. I mean, how do you get clients? Because, um, you say you worked for a, for a, for a book, uh, for a book about uh, USMLE. Um, so I guess you get your clients from there. My, my circumstance is a little bit unusual because I had such a strong history. In other words, 
I was involved in the textbook. I did well on those exams. And that history has enabled me to do what I do now. You could do it, literally. Like, if you were to just be like, well, I could sit some exams, get the scores I need and tutor, like, you could do that technically. Um, my not, like, yeah. the only reason I can do what I do is because I have a certain knowledge base that enables that. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, so, yeah, go ahead. So you like you like took the test and then didn't follow Look, the, I mean, the I'm, career. I'm 31, right? So I spent all of it, it might look on the surface like, oh, I sort of like have this very casual, carefree lifestyle and like, you know, I lucked out. I mean, in reality, man, like I studied a lot during my twenties. Like Yeah, it comes I, true. I right? mean, from your writing style, it, it comes true. Well, I mean, like, I didn't, when I was 25, for, 25 was my biggest mm -hmm. year in terms of just raw uh, study. Like, I would say during, when I was 25, no bullshit, no exaggeration, from January till December, <laughs> that whole year, I only took one week off, and that was in June. The rest of the year... From when I woke up until I went to sleep, I did nothing but study. And that enabled me to do well on the exam that I now teach. And then after that, I followed up with working for a textbook for a couple of years, working with other, uh, doing some other projects and continuing to expand my knowledge base. And I did well in the second exam that followed up. So like that was my pathway. I originally, yeah, I was planning on going into residency. Well, I mean, of course that, that was the original idea. Uh, and then toward the end of med school, I would say this is a long discussion and I'm going to tell yeah. you a lot of the details, but in general, in short, uh, as I was nearing the end of med school and I noticed a transition in myself, I was aware that I could move abroad and teach to support myself because I was doing that in med school. I just thought, well, I'll increase my hours. That, I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Like I could teach for casual hours in medical school. And then I knew that I could just increase those hours when I moved abroad and did not go to residency. And at the same time, knowing that I didn't need a lot to survive. Like rent here is really cheap. I pay about $85 a week for rent. How much? $85 a week. Oh, yeah. That's cheap. In, in, I mean, of course, I live in a fucking slum. Like, <laughs> I mean, which slum in Japan is clean, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's really I nice. It's, and, it, and, like, it's what's dangerous here is actually safe. So, like, oh, Japanese yeah. think this is like, oh, my God, you live there? And it's, like, it's so funny because it's, like, you know, you see a lot of, like, cute little old men that are supposed that are, that people think are dangerous. And it's like to go to fucking New York, you know, try like the safest neighborhoods, some places in the U S are still more dangerous than the quote unquote, most dangerous place in Japan, you know, just, yeah. just alone on the fact that there's guns in the U S I mean, there's no guns here just as one example. But anyway, it seems like you want to perhaps explore a little bit at the moment you're considering How are you going to go about doing that? Because how are you going to have a source of income, right? Yeah. If you were to go abroad, I can see it, man. You're basically in my situation, like when I was at the end of med school. And the only difference is you haven't been tutoring to have that source of income to just make the leap. You have the mentality, yeah. but not the 
casual income. Is that the situation? Yeah, I think so. How much, like, do you, how much saved income do you have? Do you have enough? Um, no, actually not, because I really live on, like, 50 euros a week. I, d I don't think I need a lot of money to live. But I'm also concerned about things like stability. I'm like, what if I waste too much time and then I have to go back to becoming a medical doctor? This is what I... This is what I can tell you is... I mean, aren't you worried about retirement or stuff like that? No. No? And No, because I realized... I mean... I sort of just realized things will be okay. I'm hedging my bets. I know my DNA to know that, like, if the going got tough, I could make something happen. I just have that mm -hmm. faith that if I had to, like, if shit really hit the fan... And thank God I'm not in that position, but like I could enter like fucking animalistic mode and like make something happen to survive. Like I know it could happen. In other words, I would actually see living on the street in like a third world country as better than like living with my parents in the United States. Mm. That's why I kind of, I probably see, I probably see hitting ground, like the ground bottom, like ground zero. I probably see that as if that ever were to fucking happen for whatever reason, I see that as a, a better alternative than to like live cush with like my mom or dad in the U S mm -hmm. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with lack of stability. Some people are not. I'm okay. Like it's a matter of adjusting your baseline. Like for, no, for, for instance, for instance, you take like a lot of people who are in like Thailand or fucking mainland China or like people who have their stable lives and you would not consider that stable. Like <clears throat> our mindset as far like coming from first world countries, as far as like what, in, what stability entails, very different from the rest of the world. Like me paying 85 bucks a week, living in a small room here in Japan, like no car, like, I don't need a, as I said, I don't need a house, like, I don't know really about, like, the future, like, not having so much buffer and stability, I'm okay with that, because my mentality has shifted. It's just a shift in your mentality. It's like, you just have to be comfortable with not having the stability. You need to be comfortable with not having stuff. Oh, don't mind. 